This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Time now for us to catch up with Tahu McKenzie now, who joins us. Tahu Morena, lovely to have you with us. Oh, Arthur Maria Koto, so nice to be with you. Thank you. Oh, it sounds like I've had a big weekend, but I really haven't. Um, but but you have, Tahu, of course. Uh, we've got uh, every sign now that people are gearing up for their summer holiday and spending time together with uh, friends and family where possible for the Christmas break and so forth and uh, well there was very much the Christmas spirit in Aldeporti Dunedin over the weekend a couple of big ceremonies that you were involved in the first of those um, getting that Christmas tree lit up in the centre of the city. Yes I'm so grateful so I have been involved with the lighting of the Christmas tree for the last three years and I'm very honoured to be part of it and in 2020, the first year that we had the new Christmas tree, we named her Marilyn after Marilyn Anderson who used to do all the events at the DCC and we sang happy birthday to her, the giant tree, so it was very exciting and this year was no exception, it was more than 800 people there so you can imagine Jeff it was just the most incredible coming together of everybody in Aote Dunedin and I think it's such a beautiful tradition that we've established now lighting that beautiful tree. And of course it set us off for the Santa Parade later in the weekend and uh, you were there as well Tahu? Yes and I just love being part of the Santa Parade and I was very lucky that I got to paint all the beautiful faces again this year and that's something that I love to do um, seeing all the children and hearing what they've been up to and painting their face however they like and it's wonderful to be able to do it all again so I'm very very grateful and it's just wonderful to see these ways of life returning. Well it does uh, remind us that that summertime break isn't too far away and what better time to take some time to visit Orokanui Eco Sanctuary and indeed we've got more days to do it very shortly Tahu. No, I'm so happy. So, you know, this is all due to the support of our wonderful community in Aote Dunedin and beyond. So thank you, Jeff, and thank you, ORFM, you know, for all the support and promotion that you give us. We're so grateful because we have had, you know, so much support. We are able to open for more days now, which is wonderful. So from the 8th of December, we will be open Saturday, Sunday, Monday. We will be closed Tuesday and Wednesday and then reopening Thursday and Friday. So we're really open every day except Tuesday and Wednesday. And this is a real dream come true for us. This is what we've been hoping would happen. (laughs) So thank you all for making it possible. Oh, that's fabulous news. And, uh, of course, here on the Awesome Morning Show, we're going to give uh, you an opportunity, our dear listener, an opportunity to take away a family pass for that visit to Orokanu Eco Sanctuary. Imagine that. Perhaps you might have visitors to town or something coming. What better thing to do? Take up to three children and a couple of adults to walk through the uh, the Eco Sanctuary and to to learn about all the things that we talk about with uh, with Tahu. More on that in a moment. Uh, you mentioned support from the community Tahu, and well, you recently were able to take on some uh, a pretty significant donation that came out of. Of, um, all the people working around the Dunedin Craft Beer Festival and more? Yes, so we're so grateful that, you know, the way that we're able to do things now technologically means that there are all these innovative ways that we can receive donations and we're so grateful. So 
the team, lots of us and lots of amazing volunteers went along to the beer festival and it was my job. I was stationed outside the silent disco, which was very exciting. And I stood there, um, sometimes with a Kiwi costume on, sometimes just with my Orokanui outfit on. And I had a special scanner and I could scan everybody's wristbands as they were toing and froing from the silent disco and get their remaining money from it and it was really clever and it was really well done so we're really grateful to the Dunedin Craft Beer Festival team because they came up with the idea and we also had volunteers in our team stationed at the exits and so we were able to do the same scanning process there as well and it worked really really well so we're really grateful that we were able to alongside the hospice receive a donation of nearly $18,000, which is just incredible, considering the festival was over two days. So we're just so grateful. That will make a huge difference to us. Yeah, you're quite right, uh, Tahu. The the way that technology can help with fundraising these days is quite amazing. And that, you know, let's face it, that um, pretty much in almost every instance would have been money that would have been otherwise just literally disappeared into nowhere. So yes. it was great to see that, that you could have harvested it in that way. And I'm sure everybody who was able to give a little uh, off the remainder of what was on their wristband would have been really delighted about the fact that it was going to be used for a really useful purpose. I love uh, visiting uh, the... Facebook page at Orokanui Eco Sanctuary. There's always lots of lovely little videos, uh, updates on uh, all the news of the Eco Sanctuary, um, and some magnificent photos. And I, I do uh, have to say that there is one particularly wonderful photo of a kind of a little ghost-like apparition on the end of a branch. Um, <laughs> that if you take a look, um, you, you'll see what I'm talking about. But explain this one for us, Tahu. Oh, so we're very lucky that we work closely with the University of Otago and so we're able to host PhD and, and master's students to do their research at Orokanui because, of course, we're a predator-free environment. It's a really great opportunity to understand what that protection means for our native species and so we do have research ongoing into our beautiful jeweled gecko and so they are, of course, very rare and endangered and we're one of the only places where they are being um, housed and protected at this time. So we do have several hundred that are wild throughout the sanctuary, but we also have now a special sub-enclosure where we are looking at how they grow and develop and how they pair and establish territory and things like that. And at this time of year, of course, because it's so warm and beautiful, they are growing really well and they are shedding their skin. So you see at this time of year in the sub-enclosure, it looks like someone's been hanging out there washing. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all of these wonderful shed skins and it gives an idea as to how they grow and, and their life cycle, which is really beautiful to see. Indeed, and yeah, it's just it's just uh, mind-boggling. I imagine when kids um, come around and they see these sorts of things, it just uh, ra- raises a whole bunch of questions about how these creatures grow. And you know, it's quite a remarkable thing. As human beings, we don't we shed our skins anything other than a kind of figurative way. But these are literally <laughs> little little costumes are sort of dangling like like ornaments on a Christmas tree around the place. They're just <laughs> absolutely magnificent. <laughs> Lots of lovely photos too, and updates on all the lovely little babies that uh, we've been talking about over the last few weeks as well, Tahu? Oh, yes, and it's just been a wonderful year. The first year that we've had Ruru nesting in the Kaka nest boxes, and so we've been able to really 
get up close and, and see how the baby Ruru grow. And they just, I can't believe, Jeffrey, how they look. You know, they look like, they don't even look real to me because they're just so cute. And they, they really, they're just so fluffy and beautiful. And so, yes, if you go onto our Facebook page, you can see the baby Ruru growing and just their beautiful big golden eyes and there's three little chicks sitting there looking very happy together and it's just lovely to see. And we've also had a, a really great insight into what the mummy Ruru feed their babies. So, of course, feeding them mice. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> One of the ways that mice might get into Orokanui, but also um, little birds and um, insects, moths, all sorts of things. So it's a great insight into that motherly care as well. And also we've had, of course, our falcon doing really well. And this is a sign that, you know, we are such a healthy ecosystem that we have that big apex predator nesting there. But the baby falcon, I just can't believe how they look either. So please head on and have a look, everybody, because they're so gorgeous. Yeah, the, the little baby Karada uh, looking uh, for all the world like he's pretty grumpy about everything. But <laughs> but how could he be? Because he's just so cute, all covered in fluff with his little beaky little face and little dark eyes. Oh, I do love it. It's just great to see. And um, again, we learn so much about um, this from uh, our conversations with Utahu, but of course also from visits and it's really important that that we do get up there and and have those conversations with all the wonderful staff and volunteers that are working around the UK sanctuary because we will learn so much we'll have a great time while we're doing it uh, and also you had a special arrival uh, with the Haast uh, chicks recently the kiwi chicks yes so last time we spoke we only had one baby kiwi and since then, we have now three baby Kiwi that we're looking after. So when we spoke, I think we had Fluffy had arrived. And we now have Pebbles and um, Gail, which is very exciting. So just beautiful baby Kiwi. And we're very lucky to get to look after them. Um, but over the over the coming weeks and months, we'll have more updates for everybody, including, I think, trail cam footage of what they get up to at night, which is very entertaining, as you can imagine. Oh, so much to do and see. Well, speaking of, uh, of all of that, we spoke earlier about the opportunity to catch Tahu and uh, and others in the centre of the city over the weekend uh, with the lighting of the Christmas tree and of course the wonderful Santa parade that everyone enjoyed so much um, and you know there are many other times we see our dear friend Tahu out there emceeing and fronting events, have you got much lined up over the summer? Yes, well I think there's all sorts of things coming up that we can all look forward to there's of course Fairy Flat Folk Festival which is going to be absolutely amazing this year so I really hope Everybody will be heading out there, enjoying amazing bands like the Eastern. That's going to be very exciting. Lots and lots of activities for the whole family. But I was very lucky to be involved with the Star Jam annual concert, which is a, a group that I hadn't worked with before. They're absolutely amazing. So I'm hoping to do more with them. And Star Jam, of course, are a, a group that work with young people with various different learning needs and disabilities and things and give them an opportunity to learn musical instruments and choreograph dancing and learn to write their own music and it was just so inspiring to be part of their annual concert this year. 
Well, good on you, uh, Tahu, and thank you so much for all the energy and love that you bring to all of those events that you're involved in, and indeed for our conversation this morning. And uh, and I do encourage anyone who's uh, contemplating uh, what they might be getting up to over summer to include at least one visit to Orokunu Eco Sanctuary, and particularly uh, those who live locally, we, we can get to appreciate it through all sorts of seasons. Perhaps you've got uh, friends and family coming to join you in Otipoti Dunedin over the summer they'd really love the opportunity to take in that unique and special environment and uh, we of course have a family pass to give away and that'll get a couple of adults and up to three kids entry to take a look around so we'll give you details of that in just a moment but before we go uh, Tahu we uh, always ask you to give us a music selection for the morning what have you got for us today? Ah, oh, thank you so much. Very special for me. So, of course, I feel that Aote Dunedin is the ultimate paradise. I feel very grateful to be here and be part of this amazing community. And I know that for everybody over the last couple of years, you know, we've really been holding out to be together again and to be able to have events together. So the song really just sums up that sense of joyful homecoming and being together again. It certainly does. We're going to hear from Cece Peniston with uh, that big hit finally in just a moment. Thanks, Tahu. Look forward to catching up for our final quarter for the year in a couple of weeks' time. Thank you so much, Kakiti. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air.